Welcome to Good Faith Reads. I'm your host, Johnny Pierce, executive editor and publisher for Good Faith Media. This podcast, released twice each month, features authors of Nurturing Faith Books, the book publishing imprint of Good Faith Media. You may check out all the Nurturing Faith titles at goodfaithmedia.org bookstore. Today's guest is Dr. Doug Dorch, who recently retired as pastor of Mountain Brook Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama. Welcome, Doug. Good to be with you, Johnny. Dr. Dorch served the Mountain Brook congregation for 10 years after coming from the First Baptist Church of Tallahassee, Florida. He holds a PhD from Southern Baptist Theological Seminary and has given leadership to various community and faith organizations, including serving as moderator of the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship. Doug, after all those years of preparing for worship, attending meetings, supervising staff, and providing ongoing pastoral care, retirement must be quite a transition. How's that going? Well, Johnny, all things considered, it's it's going well. And, and uh, I say that because I don't think anyone who's been doing something for 43 years can just flip a switch and go to something else. Uh, so, you know, to be honest, retirement, has been an adjustment, but as I tell everyone who asks, so far, so good. Good. Well, as part of your retirement celebration on Sunday, November 14, uh, you and your congregation partnered with us to publish your book, Have a Minute, Devotional Thoughts in a Season of Challenges. Can you tell us in a couple of sentences what the book is about? Yeah, it's a book that came out of a series of uh, online devotions that I began during the onset of COVID back in March of 2019, and uh, the devotions took off. The church thought it would be an important contribution to our ministry legacy together to, to publish some of them, and so at the retirement celebration in November of this past year, all of the attendees received a copy of the book. And uh, for those church members who weren't able to make it on that Sunday, the church mailed each family a copy. So it, it, the book became both a, a marker of our time together as pastor and people, and, and it, it, it was also a keepsake of my last Sunday with the congregation. Well, that's great. So you didn't start out for this to be a book, but rather to provide a daily pastoral word to your congregation at the onset of the pandemic restrictions. Um, What did you seek to do then uh, with those writings and how did it end up being a book? Well, you're correct. I I never intended to to write a book. I, I only intended to use these roughly three to four minute daily devotions, just as a way of staying connected to the congregation at a time when everything was going virtual. And 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 when we did return to in-person attendance several months later, the devotions had been so well received and, and, and I'd gotten into such a rhythm with them that I, I decided to carry them on all the way through my retirement. That's what I did. Well, how did you select and edit and organize the material for this book, and how might readers make use of it now? 
Well, much as with the first book, I followed the church year because uh, Mountain Brook Baptist Church follows the church year. And, and so it just made sense to me to do something that went along with the uh, liturgical life of our congregation. And so each day, Monday through Friday, I would take one of the four texts from the daily lectionary, Old Testament reading, gospel reading, epistle reading, a psalm. I would take one of those four texts and I would make it the foundation for that day's devotion. And um, as word spread about the devotions, I, I think the fact that I had followed the church year gave the devotions as much of an appeal to those who came from liturgical backgrounds as from uh, the free church tradition that most Baptists represent. And so what I would do is I would post these devotions first thing in the morning, 7 a.m. Central Time. And, um, and I learned very quickly that uh, the vast majority of uh, those that uh, participated with me used the devotions as a focusing thought for each day. Very good. And what is one of the challenges you sought to confront in writing these devotionals? What was one of the topics that maybe you even came back to more than once? Well, I had to take great care not to repeat myself, to, to give a, a sense of freshness to each of the devotions. Um, I've always been mindful of something that Eugene Peterson would say about how every preacher has one sermon which we preach in different ways at different times. And, and, and Peterson wasn't saying that was a bad thing. In fact, he would say that uh, until a preacher understood what their one sermon was, they never could mature as a preacher. And, uh, you know, preachers only have to preach around 45 to 50 sermons in a year now. And, and this project had me doing more than 250 devotions over that period of time. And, and so what I tried to do as best I could was to sound different melodies, even though I'll admit I was playing those melodies in pretty much the same key. That, that was the greatest challenge. We'll be right back with more of Good Faith Reads. Jenna. I'm Ashley. And we are Reverends. Revs on the road. Pop in the car with us and come along for the ride. As we step out of the pulpit and see what God is up to in the world. We're not leaving the church. We're just finding it in all kinds of beautiful places. Revs on the road, a podcast from Good Faith Media. We travel the country from the comfort of our place in Dallas for now and catch up with beautiful people doing God's work advocating for disability rights, healing from church hurt and spiritual abuse, promoting mental health and the power of community, integrating spirituality and art, working for racial justice, and so much more. We've got red light rants, pit stops, and detours. Faith is a journey and we're on it. So ride along with us. The Revs. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Revs on the Road. I'm Jenna. And I'm Ashley. We're Revs on the Road, a podcast from Good Faith Media. Learn more at goodfaithmedia.org.
Welcome back to Good Faith Reads. Today we're joined by Dr. Doug Dorch, author of a new book from Nurturing Faith titled Have a Minute, Devotional Thoughts in a Season of Challenges. Doug, will you read a few lines from one of your devotionals? Sure. Uh, This is uh, a devotion that I did in October of the past year toward the end of uh, the series of devotions. It's uh, It's a devotion on anointing uh, taken from uh, a passage in 1 John uh, where the writer says, you have an anointing from the Holy One and all of you know the truth. Anointing is a concept that few of us are familiar with unless, of course, we've read about it in the Bible because in the Bible, anointing happens frequently, usually in the Old Testament, but always on special occasions when someone is chosen for a special task and then commissioned through the process of anointing as a way of symbolizing God's provision so that they can do what God has given them to do. And so in the New Testament, the concept of anointing is something more spiritual and always involves the Holy Spirit, the gift of God's presence bestowed upon believers so that they might have all they need to extend the cause of Christ in the world. Think of Jesus prior to his ascension in the book of Acts, where he tells his disciples that they'll be receiving power when the Holy Spirit comes upon them, and then they might be his witnesses from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria, ultimately to the ends of the earth. In the book of 1 John, the second chapter, John, a disciple of Jesus, now advanced in age, is speaking to his readers about how each of them has an anointing from the Holy One so that they might know the truth, the connection between the Holy Spirit and the truth of Jesus is a critical connection in the fourth gospel where Jesus promises his disciples The Holy Spirit will be present to guide them into all truth. And the reason this promise is so important is that it's impossible to do God's will without first knowing God's will. After all, how can you fulfill any task if you don't know where to begin? This thought comes over me every time something breaks down and I look at it wondering, what do I do? So you know what I do. You do the same thing. No doubt you call a repairman, somebody who has the knowledge you lack so that whatever is broken can be put back into working order. Well, you and I live in a broken world and we're the ones Jesus has called to go into this world that is broken to put things to right. Where do we begin? The Holy Spirit tells us how we're anointed for such a purpose. So today, be open to where the Spirit would lead you and do what the Spirit might give you to do. Speak God's truth and live God's truth and serve God's truth, for in the end, God's truth will prevail. And people will be made whole in Jesus, who himself is the way, the truth, and the life. I'm Doug Dorch. Thanks for your time. Now go about your life today in the anointing of the Holy One, even God's Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the risen Jesus. Lean upon his presence and his power 
and have a good rest of your day. Two notes to our listeners. One, we at Good Faith Media gladly accept book proposals. Our authors engage with an experienced team of editors, designers, and marketers to produce and sell books on a variety of topics. You can find more information at goodfaithmedia.org. On a second note, Doug published an earlier book with us, a hardcover edition titled A Time to Every Purpose. This is a devotional guide as well as a good preaching resource for year A of the Revised Common Lectionary, which starts again this calendar year with Advent. Doug, in addition to reading for personal inspiration, uh, how might these two books be used by those who teach and preach? My preaching professor back in seminary, Bill Tuck, used to talk about how preachers should look to other preachers for inspiration in their preaching without plagiarizing their sermons. And... uh, now, that was back in the day when even in my seminary church, I, I was responsible for Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Wednesday evening. So that's three sermons per week. And all of that was in addition to my seminary classes. So it made sense to me back then as a young preacher to, to open myself to these other sources. And I've continued to do that over the years. Uh, today, preachers don't have as many pulpit demands as we did 20 or 30 years ago, but there are other demands that I think are even greater, especially with the impact of COVID on congregational ministry now. So my hope is that both of these books that I have written might spark a fire for preachers that would allow them to light their homiletical torches for the churches they serve, churches that are looking for some sense of direction in their darkness. Our guest today on Good Faith Reads has been Doug Dorch, author of Have a Minute, Devotional Thoughts in a Season of Challenges. Doug, thanks for taking time out of your retirement schedule to join us today. My pleasure, Johnny. I hadn't had much opportunity to talk about preaching in these last couple of months, so I've really enjoyed our time today. To our listeners, please visit goodfaithmedia.org slash bookstore to check out both books by our guest, Doug Dorch, and by many other fine authors. This is Johnny Pierce of Good Faith Media. Goodbye. Goodbye.